When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the number one Cardiff City podcast. Brought to you by Wales Online. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Blakey's Boot Room podcast uh, with Nathan Blake, me Dominic Booth and Paul Abandonato, but also... A special guest star in Sol Bamba in the boot room. Welcome the hero. <laughs> Introduce him properly, please. The legend. The, hero, the legend. The man that is Sol, Solomon. Well, welcome. Thank welcome, Sol. Thank you. That's a bit much, Blake. <laughs> Come on, mate. You know I love you. Blake, he's been waiting months and months for this, Sol. So, do, uh, do you know what, Sol? He knows that I'm kind of the horse kind of a bit my idol he's always winding me up about that but he goes on about you more than anything <laughs> I say about so what can I say you know? mate what can I say it's just so <laughs> right today with, uh, with Sol we're going to be doing some of what we usually do and also fielding some of your questions you've been asking them in your droves on social media so we'll start off Sol and Blakey all of you with um, just a look at the, the season as a whole really and first of all maybe a lot of people so are quite surprised that Cardiff are, are where they are this season. I'm guessing that might be different from a player's point of view and and how the season's gone really. How surprised are you to be sitting second at the moment? Yeah, I think to be honest, I'm, I'm not surprised because I know it's easy to say but I've got backup from my teammate and the gaffer has said last season when we managed to stay in the league, uh, we're going to get promoted. I actually said that and uh, a few of the lads was a bit laugh at me and said well you're ambition and I said yeah I am ambition but I believe in the gaffer I believe in the squad and um, I think we can do it and there we go here we are I think people are surprised because obviously with the the big teams that we, we go in this league the Wolves the Villa uh, Middlesbrough and I can carry on for another few but and uh, the budget as well we had what we spent and I think that's the reason why people are surprised but on the pitch we've been I think we always said the table never lied so I think we deserve to be where we are Yeah since Neil took over and since since you arrived really in October it was that steady run the back end of, of last season but even then the odds and the bookies had you mid-table. Did that fire you up when, when you saw that at the start of the season? Yeah, absolutely. The gaffer used that, to be fair, in the, in the dressing room and uh, even at training sometimes. He said to us, like, everyone like that doesn't believe in us, but he believed in us and uh, he know we're a good group of players. And uh, between us as well, we talked about it and uh, we, we, we know I've been been, uh, been right enough by, by a lot of media or a lot of uh, other fans or other teams. But... It does help, but we, we, we know what we can do, and uh, we're good at what we're doing, and uh, we're happy to be where we are at the minute. You see, the, the budget is important, yeah? But I always say, if you sign a player, you could, we could have signed a, a centre-half, £15 million. Pound. But, you know, if he's not got the mentality, if he thinks, hmm, Cardiff's not for me, or I don't really like Neil Warnock's style of play, or... They disappear. They they don't become you know what you've paid them, what you've paid for them. They, they're not that value. You don't see that valuation. How often have you seen players play in the UK and then you see them win the Champions League and you think 
huh? He was bang average at Liverpool, or he was bang average at United. All of a sudden in the Champions League. So I always say it's about mentality. And Saul sat across me, but I don't get embarrassed by saying that mentality is what makes drives, you know, desire. It makes the team go forward. Like when you 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 asked him, he said, "Oh, you know, yeah, I was confident we get promoted." People like I think it's a British thing taken aback by that because I always should get people saying, "Oh, you big headed." No, it's not. You have to be a bit arrogant, right? It's, you don't want to overstep the mark, but you, you know, we're in it to win it. Basically, this, this squad seems to have that. Yeah, so, not that, arrogance, that, but confidence. Yeah, so and desire. Yeah, I think Blake is, is spot on, really. To be fair, and I think uh, is is. I don't like to say it, but you can say it because he is, but it is a British mentality, to be fair, when you said stuff and people think like, if you look at Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he's mm. like that. He mm. say it and he go on the pitch and he deliver. Yeah. Mm. But here, people said, oh, he's got a big mouth, he speaks too much, blah, blah. Yeah. but he's just confident on what he can do and he deliver. And I think that's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. You don't go to an architect and say, Build me that building. He goes, oh, I'm not sure if I can draw it like that. I'm not really confident. Is he? he goes, oh, you've, been, you've come to the right place. I'm the top man in Cardiff. You know, how do you want it to look? Glass. So I don't ever get that when players, because as a player, to make it, I always say, you've got to have a form of arrogance, self-confidence. Is it characters in the squad as well? I don't know either of you, Blake or Sol, could answer this. Is it characters in the squad as well? When you arrived at Cardiff, it was a bit of a mixture, and obviously there's been a bit of change since. Sorry. Say what you mean, Dom. It was quiet. Well, there wasn't there were no as lead- many characters. Well, saying, there were no there wasn't leaders. as many leaders. There were uh, were no leaders. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Blakey, because you know I look at Moza and Gunnarsson. They are. Mm, they yeah. really are. I think. Um, I can't keep my mouth shut. That's just me. <laughs> so, we saw that hip switch, I think. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. And uh, as soon as I walk in the dressing room, and, and I knew a few of the lads because I played against them a few times. I played with Pelt in uh, Leicester. So it was easy for me to walk in and, and, and just what said what I said. And obviously, I'm, I'm a bit older. I played the national team. So mm-hmm. the response was straight straight away. And um, it was uh, it was quite easy and I, it was just me being natural because like I said I can't keep, I, I can't keep my mouth shut mm. so I was just say as it is and the, the response has been good mm. and we, we kick him from there but we, we I think the problem is when the result doesn't go your way some some of the players just get quiet mm. but we we, we, we we had leader before I came in we had yeah. Moza we had yeah. but like yeah. you said like, I think because the result wasn't right they didn't know like what to do really mm. but we, we, we got good. Yeah, good Gunnarsson's, a, I've always said he's one of the most underrated players, I think. Absolutely. And I think he is captain quality. But he wasn't being played, was he? He wasn't, no. he wasn't fancy. So no. self-confidence would have taken a hit, right? And this is like what happens in the dressing room. You don't doubt yourself, but you start asking all these different questions. You see things, think you shouldn't be playing before me. And mm-hmm. you start to get angry about certain things uh, and, and it just you end up you can't perform at your best no matter what but I'd say when, when you came in sort of what happened was because you've got the don't care attitude I don't care whether you like me or not as long as you respect me I don't bother about the rest but this is me this is how I lead this is how I am it's not false or anything like that it's done what you'll find is and that's why I always say I say to my kids do you want to be a leader or a follower because what will happen is you go into the dress room with 20 guys and say don't worry I'm here let's get back to business let's and there's those people who 
if you're the opposite way, they'll follow you down mm-hmm. or they'll follow you up. Well, and quickly, what you're seeing was a lot of players, it was like they just flipped over. All yeah. of a sudden, they got someone who they believe in, they want to follow. And, and that's why I say again then, the management, the manager is so important because he reflects. Management yeah. reflects leadership. Yeah. They, yeah. So, so if you want to be led by someone, you want to be led by a leader, not someone you don't... You respect, mm-hmm. like the likes of Paul Trollope, you respect them, but you can't, you can't be led into battle by someone you know you can take. <laughs> so, so, Do you understand what I'm saying? On, on, on that subject, so, um, Blake and I were with Neil Warnock last week. Mm-hmm. It was an eye-opening, eye-opening insight into you know, what happens, what he says to the likes of you yeah. to, to get the best out of you. But he, he volunteered this himself. It wasn't our questioning. He, he said, um, he reiterated, he said, I would not swap my two centre-backs for anybody in the Premier League. People laugh at me when I say that about Arsenal and Liverpool's. People, people ask me about Saul and Van Dijk. I would not swap Saul for Van Dijk in a million years. And one of the reasons is the leadership that Blake Absolutely. is just talking about there. Mm. What, what do you make of comments like that? Like, <laughs> he meant it as well. He meant it. To be fair, Paul, I think it's just the gaffer being the gaffer. You know, when you know him, you know he's coming with, with court like this. But I think mm-hmm. uh, the best example I can give you is we, we the last couple of weeks ago, we, we beat Birmingham 3-2. Mm-hmm. And we went back in the dressing room. I went absolutely crazy, and we just won the game. This is when they came back in the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and a few words were said. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. And, and he put me on the side, and he said, "Like, that's why I signed you, big man." And I'm like, "Why?" He said, "Because we won the game. At this stage of the season, it's just about getting the three points. And it wasn't pretty in the second half. It was freeing it up in the first half. So obviously, you expect a bit to take it a bit easy in the second half, but." You don't want that, and you want the demand. You want to stay here, and I said, yeah, because we're gonna win. We're gonna lose the game. If it was mm-hmm. ten minutes to play, ten more minutes. I honestly think we could lose the yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he said, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's what he mean by the leadership and all yeah. this. But I think the comment about being, being better than Van Dijk, he's just been too nice. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that shows the the rapport you've clearly got with with Neil. And it, we, in that chat we did have with him last week, he spoke about. He spoke when he spoke to you and Junior before he'd even taken the Cardiff job, yeah. and he said, "Don't worry, I'll, I'll, you know, we'll we'll reunite yeah. when I get a club." And I think at that time Neil had spoken to Derby and yeah. a few other clubs. Forest and Blackburn what was, were the other Yeah, two. what was yeah. that like? Sort of being not left in the doldrums, but sort of waiting on where you were going to go, and you were that adamant that you wanted to be with, with Neil. Yeah, absolutely. I think I missed I missed a few times. I missed playing under him when I was in Leicester, and um, and when I came back. When I went to Italy and I came back in England, I went to Leeds, and he wanted to sign me those two times, but we, we it wasn't the right time. It wasn't uh, everything wasn't uh, um, perfect for me to sign for him. So as soon as he left, I left Leeds, and he said to me, "Just wait, I'm gonna get a club." I knew I'm gonna I'm gonna have to wait for him because I trust him straight away. Mm. And uh, the missus wasn't too happy because she was panicking. The wages mm, wasn't coming mm, in. Mm. And uh, but I said to her, I, I trust the gaffer. I'm just gonna wait. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were in, in contact regularly. He used to call me and said, like, I'm nearly here. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna do that." So keep me on the loop. So I wasn't worried at all. But I was waiting for for the gaffer to get a club for me to to play on the him. And this is my best season. That's gonna give you such confidence. Oh, you, unbelievable! Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah, just I absolutely love it. It gives me tingles just yeah. hearing it, knowing that two people, one manager, one player, neither of them are committed to anybody. 
but they're committed to each other. Yeah. So that comes before anything, and I think that is that, that's you just can't buy. And that. it's interesting, so how you'd not actually played for. For not, Neil Warner before that, he just not. had the confidence we just had of meeting the, him. Yeah, I think a few times he, he came in the pitch when I was in Leicester and he was a Leeds. And he came and he said to me, um, If I play for him, I'll be a better player. Well, he told us this last week. And, and it, he said, I, he said I will make you a player. Yeah, yeah. Like he, said, he said that there was, he recalled this. He said it was 2012. Yes. My Leeds team were playing Leicester. Yeah. Sol conceded a goal, was made an error for a goal yes, or something like exactly, that. Yeah. He said, and I think he said, Blakey, didn't he, that, that he shouted during that game more than even I shouted, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I went on the pitch afterwards and said, I wish you could play for me. Yeah. I'd make you a player. He and did, that's. Yeah. That's and it's tough from here to be fair to be fair for it's tough for me and I remember the manager at the time was um, Nigel Pearson and he was upset and he went to see the gaffer and said you can't do that you can't come in and talk to a player <laughs> yeah but from wow. that day I knew um, if, I, if I had a chance I would I want to, to, to work with this manager because he, he from that minute he, he showed me all the confidence he can give me and uh, and we can see clearly now he's, he's, that's my best it's a, two, it's a two way street I always say it, if the manager, you see players, you sometimes you see great players who don't produce under a certain manager. That manager, okay, let's mention the rivals down the road, right? Whole squad, bang average, right? Bang average. But I was having discussions with someone at the Beep saying a, a better manager would get more, nah, they're rubbish, they're this, they're that. Different manager comes in, the whole squad goes up, mm. right? So that that confidence can be understated. Once a manager shows confidence in his players or player, in this in this example, you know that confidence, that leadership quality, you just you feel untouchable. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so um, at the moment, obviously, you know what? What are we? Eight games to the end of the season. Yeah, uh, something like that. Um, Cardiff have just put their season tickets on sale for next season. Uh, I think there's early bird window of April the 8th or the 7th, one of those two. Um, what's it really like? I mean, we talk about, you know, I, I go to these games and I see the Cardiff fans really getting behind the team and all that. What's it really like as a player out there playing in front of that crowd? Can you give some sort of insights? We love it, Paul, to be fair. And uh, especially away. I think the away fans have been very They're good. Great, they? Oh, yeah, we love they it. Like, yeah. And we talk it, we talk it about after games and before games are on the bus because it's no easy to go on a Tuesday night all the way to Sunderland or something like that. Yeah. So they've so been blowing. Our home as well is good. We want, we want to make sure our home is a fortress as well. So yeah. we need the backup of the fans. Yeah. And they've been good. I know a few of the lads were saying like, um, it, could, it could be better because obviously we're second in the league and uh, the lads was a bit disappointed because we, we, we want more people to come in in the games. Yeah. But the fewer we are there, Absolutely love it. And well, I think sure that's, the, a good yeah, that's the point Neil made. He said, "Look, what I can, all I can say is that those who come make as much noise as possible." Yeah. And, yeah. and there's certainly no complaints. Oh no, that, not know. at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It makes sure we, especially when it's the last ten minute, fifteen minutes to go, and you you feel a bit tired, and you can hear the crowd. That lift you. That, that lift you. And yeah. uh, it's, it's it's very yeah. very good. Yeah. That Wolves game coming up on the, on a Friday night. We're talking about the numbers that could be through the door for that one. You know, top two, hopefully. Yeah. 
That, you, as a player, you must be looking ahead to, to a game like that and think, yeah, no. that, that's the one. Yeah. No, no. you're looking at the fair. next game. Exactly, yeah, you got to make it because that's what the gaffer always keeps I saying. Love in these, I love these cliches. Yeah. Do you know what? As soon as Tom asked that question, I'm looking I knew that this was going to be the answer. <laughs> no, 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 between us and the dressing room, we talk about it, of course, I'm not going to lie, but why you have to be careful is Nick is why you always look at the next game. You yeah. don't look too, too, too much ahead because that's yeah. how you can get, can get caught. So what we do is we look into the next game. I loved, I loved what Neil Warnock said. He, he said that you know every, they say that on paper Fulham have got the easier running. No such thing. He said every team has got tough games. There's pressure on those Absolutely. teams. And he said... Our toughest game for me is Burton, yeah. and you can almost see that he's trying to emphasize there should be no complacency. Absolutely, and I agree with him, Paul. Because to be fair, the game you mentioned, the Wolves, the Villa, those games take care of yourself yeah. because it's big games, going to be big crowds on mm, TV. Yeah. Everyone's mm. up for it. Yeah. The difficult one is is Friday. You come back from international break. We always all oh, that a couple of days off, went away, and you come in. It's Burton's are fighting for the lives. You're in a bit of pressure because you you need to win the game. And uh, all of a sudden, is a, is, a, is a difficult one. So I agree with the gaffer. This yeah. one is the most important one, absolutely. Yeah. What well, about it, well, sorry, it's, it's, it's the one when you come back off international break as well. You might get the complacency where yeah, some absolutely. players think they, you don't do it purposely. It's like in your subconscious mm-hmm. where you go in. You're not saying it's only Burton, yeah. but something in your head yeah. is saying it's only Burton, yeah. right? And we can, and we expect to beat them. Right, so when you expect to beat them, you don't go out to beat them. If, do you understand what I mean? You don't go out in the same way you would go out against Villa or Wolves. Yeah. You're turned on, but you're not full tilt. Okay. You want to beat them and almost reserve a bit for when you have to play a bigger game. But, mate, it's one of them. It, it's, it's those games that trip you up yeah. from experience, I can tell yeah. you. It's those games. That, so you have to put them to the sword. Kill them straight away. Yeah. You know? It's those games Cardiff have been winning by the odd goal as well. You yeah. Think about yeah. the one at the start of the season when uh, yeah. Ken's Ken, got yeah. a late goal. Uh, we t- talked about your late goal against Sheffield Wednesday at home in a game that me and Blakey didn't think that Cardiff played too well in, but got it got it back at the last minute. Yeah. What is what is it about this team that seems to have that ability as well to strike late and to just edge those really tight Balls. ones? Yeah, it's the mentality as well because we never give up. We know we got a, we, we we got player we can can hurt the opposition at any time, and we know as well as a defender if you if we keep a clean sheet, we know we're going to win the game. And uh, player with Kenneth Zaha, Mendes, and, mm. and Kadim Junior, they're flat all the time. Every time they're going forward to, mm. to execute something, so we know we 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 got that mentality is we never give up and make sure until the final was we, we, we there and what about the promotion running you mentioned the Villa and Wolves games take care of themselves but is it tempting just to look at their results on a on a Saturday and yeah we do we do yeah, I'm not gonna say, yeah, yeah well, of course we do because where we are at the minute we know if it's, it's Villa or, or, or Fulham or Wolves slip up we, we, we wipe behind them so we look at it to, to them but we don't pay too, too attention to them to be fair uh, because we focus on ourselves and that's why that's, that's the reason we, we, we where we are I think because we only focus on ourselves. I know some people said like the, the football we're playing is not pretty and uh, it's not enjoyable, but I enjoy winning. That's all I enjoy. And as long as I, I win, enjoy. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy watching Kenneth beat up two centre-halves and run them down the touchline and cut inside and 
cross for his mate or something like that, or junior wizardry just twisting people left, right, and centre. Mate, I, I, I've said all along, it, it's there's a difference between long ball and long pass, yeah. right? Long yeah. ball is it over the top and hope, yeah, that Kenneth can outstrip the yeah. the, the defence. Long pass is up to Kenneth, which often happens, shruggy, shruggy, bully one or two, lay it off, spin, or turn himself and get himself down the line and, uh, and cut in. So I don't think we play long ball, you know what I mean? I, I don't think we play through the lines like a Fulham, but I don't think we play long ball. I think we play long pass. And I use the example of, I think it was last season where Monaco played uh, Man City yeah. and they put the high press on Man City. And Man City had been passing everyone off the pack. Pep Guardiola steps up and says, whoa, over the top. In other words, keeper to striker, mm. keeper straight over, play over the press. That's all Cardiff do. Horses for courses, isn't it? Play yeah. over the press. Well, yeah, the irony is I watched Spain-Argentina last night and uh, Spain scored their fifth goal. Goalie lumps the ball up and, and they scored from, from, you know, this is Spain, the archetypes exactly. of tiki-taka yeah. and all that yeah. sort of thing. You'd be bringing in VAR. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to VAR. It could be in for hours. Well, it wasn't a pass through the lines. You can't have that goal. But finally, Salah, on that, does that ever annoy you? I was speaking to Sean Morrison last week and he said... You know, we do feel it is a bit unfair when people say we're physical. Does it does it really annoy you, or is it just like you say? I enjoy winning, and yeah, I really care. I, no, honestly, Dom. I think the um, I think people are because obviously the Gaffer reputation and the way we play, and obviously the f- modern football today is passing the ball. So as soon as you don't do it, straight away you're a physical side. Uh, personally, I, that doesn't bother me. I, all all I all I want to do is winning. When I don't when I don't win, I go back home. I don't talk to my missus and the kids. That's, that's me yeah, and yeah. when I win even if it's ugly it's a win so I, it doesn't bother me and I think it's the same for the, for, for the whole squad it's, the, it's no the game is physical it's, it's something I say all the time young players under 21s 23s under 18s there's this myth that you know everything's got to be pass pass check your shoulder pass pass check and I say do you know what the problem is why so many of them don't make it is they step into the first team and Saul goes bang in training <laughs> and he thinks what the hell was that what happened there oh I thought we were mates well we are but I want to win this five aside Blake you remind me not to play Saul at five yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's, and I always say managers always you watch match of the day the first thing they say is Either if they won the game, we were aggressive in the cha- challenge, we won our battle, then we were able to play. Or we weren't aggressive enough. Mm. If they've lost, we didn't win our battles, and then we got overrun sort of thing. Yeah. That's kind of the spiel that happens whether you win or lose. So aggression and desire, two things you can coach. Absolutely. Can coach them. We you, said that before, before we absolutely. go out. Absolutely. The gaffer said, and between us, the first header, you make sure you win it. Yeah. First challenge. I mean it. You mean it. Yeah. So they, they know you mean business. Mm. Next time, he's not going to come near you. Yeah, yeah. 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 So or he's going to be thinking, where's so. Saul? So he's not heading it to his mate. Nice, easy knockdown for Paul. To, it went out wide and we were running the box. No, he's thinking, oh, am I going to get that? You know, amnesia when something lets me in the back of the head again. <laughs> you know, so straight away you've got an advantage on your opponent. Yeah, so aggression is such a big, big part of, of football. So to any kids listening, yeah. You've got to mix it. Yeah, yeah. mate. You've yeah. got to mix, mix it. Right, let's take a short break. Uh, afterwards, we'll ask Sol some questions that you've put to us on social media. 
Subscribe to The Boot Room on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk. Right, thank you again, Cardiff fans. Fantastic um, reception to our request for questions for Sol. Clearly a popular man in these parts these days. Uh, our first question from the recent game against Brentford, Mike Brown on Facebook says, you scored a worldie against Brentford. Oh. Is that the best goal you've scored? Or have you scored a better one? Believe me or no, when I said no, people laugh. <laughs> I haven't scored so many good goals. Um, but I scored with, for Leeds last season or two seasons ago against Wolves. The Yada? Yeah. Can you remember? Oh, bleh, I, I remember, mate. I For remember. me, that one was, the, was the, the, the best goal. And I think the one we haven't seen is I have to go and see it. Okay. Yeah. Is it on YouTube somewhere? Yeah, we, I think we so. Dig because, it out? Uh, yeah, you can find it. Technically, yeah. though, that goal the other day against Brentford, as a striker, it was as clean as you could do it. It wasn't a centre-back strike. Yeah. It wasn't. <laughs> Usually centre-backs panic. They get yeah. underneath it. It backspins yeah. over the bar. And they give it your heart. I was watching behind a, oh. pill- a pillar at Griffin Park and he went, yeah. It was, was that, I, thought it was, I thought it must have been Zahor. Yeah. Yeah. People, like, people like me would say to Saul, uh, just leave that to us. Yeah. Yeah? Don't, mate, it was, that's it, why I was nicknaming you it, Bambino. It was, after. it was also the significance of the game. And, Absolutely. You know, you, you've got to take all that into account that that was such a, that was the game. 1-0 down as well. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And 1-0 and down and oh, no, let's just hope it's not one of these nights and then that suddenly drives City back into it. Then the news filtered through. You were Villa lose, yes, yeah. but at the same time, I was watching it on Sky Sports. QPR suddenly score at Villa Park, mm-hmm. yeah, and then City yeah. get a second, yeah. and then QPR get a second, yeah, a second and it was just yeah. turning into footballing that gods, mate. Right yeah. Footballing yeah. gods. Suddenly, yeah. an eight-point gap was opened up mm. on yeah. Fulham. And but I think, that, I think this game is some of the season. I think so far in our character of that team, because one nil down. Uh, quite easy, quickly in the games as well. It was easy for anyone to, to drop the head and say, yeah. there you go again, it's a bad night, bad day in the office, we move on. But mm. we dug in and we we, 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 we had a, Neil made a good save, um, could it be 2-0? Yeah. We made a very, very good yeah. save to keep a 1-0 and we kick on from there. And I think that's, that's telling t- tell us um, everyone about, about our character and this team. Just on the side, I think Neil in goal has been fantastic. Absolutely. He's really grown into it. We, we were a bit unsure at the start, but I think he's really, no, no, really no, grown you into were. it. Well. <laughs> well, maybe I was. <laughs> I'm not a goalkeeper expert. Oh, what can I say? It was Paul, actually. Yeah, it was. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See how he was sitting quiet, though? <laughs> like, a, like a naughty kid in the corner listen, of the class. Listen, I'm not going to say anything. I could get away with this, listen, but no, I'm going to dig you out. Listen, <laughs> any goalkeeper behind Sol looks a world beater. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, what a game! Right. Like the battery will get you right. nowhere. The next question, tongue in cheek, uh, from Gareth Boy on Facebook again. I think Dom. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the last Christmas song the fans have sung oh, about you? Yeah. This is a two prong question, by the way. So yeah, I'll, that's the first part of yeah, it. Yeah, I like it. I really. Like, I think it's um, obviously the fan. The fans been brilliant to me since I came to the club. So. Coming with this song, it was uh, was something special. Class, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something special. That's yeah. part of yeah. some lyric yeah. as well. Um, yeah. The next part of his question was, and would you sing it live? Uh, <laughs> I think that's that's not a good idea. To be fair. Sol's <laughs> got the tone deafness the same Sol as me. Sol was talking about his role in the uh, in you in the season ticket video, weren't you? When you had to sing while putting some washing in a, yeah, in, a washing in a washing. Yeah. So if you less, if, if if you see that video, you don't want me to sing. Trust yeah. me. There's a lot of glass in the building, so we'll. Yeah. Avoid that. Uh, next question, um, back on sort of the highlights of the season from Yestin Watkins. He says, 
what do you think has been your best Cardiff performance to date out of the games you've played? Individually. I mean, there's, there's a few to choose from. See, these fans ask much can tougher answer questions that? than us. Can I answer that? that? Can I answer yeah, that? I don't, yeah, I will. Because like, <laughs> as, as a player, you, won't, you don't say, I was great in that <laughs> game. Yeah. That, that game was down to me. You don't, you just have a, you just want a, a steady consistency. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? And I would say from Saul's first game, Bristol City coming in, yeah. playing the way he played, scoring a winner against, you know, our second biggest rivals. From then on, there's been a level of consistency. Boom, boom, boom. You would, if you was marking him in the paper, which you don't do anymore, you would be eight, eight, nine, nine, eight, nine, eight, nine, seven, eight. eight. But as a manager, you do do it, Blake. And I think, I think okay, the, players, as a, the players read them sometimes as, as well. Yeah, that's because you go and give them twos. <laughs> as a manager, you want. I always say you want the seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine. You don't want a two, nine, four. Eight, one, seven. You because yeah. you've got no consistency. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I, I couldn't say, and I, I'm not saving so. But what I'm saying is, there's not one particular game that stand. It's just the way he plays consistently. I think that's out. that's been my problem, Lucky. To be fair, even the guff I keep saying it, and that's what I managed to do since I came in the club, and I think that's done to the, the gaffer as well. Before I was like that, I was having a good game and having a terrible game the following games and that was the problem and the gaffer always said that's the reason why you're not in the Premier League yet it's the consistency you need to you need to find yeah, it yeah. and uh, I think the last the last two seasons with Cardiff I think because in fairness when he came from Leeds there was like a lot of negativity from Leeds fans and I was thinking to myself oh, I've seen him play uh, I think he's a good player by the, by the way I think he's like exactly what we Cardiff need. I thought it was the opposite, Blakey, that they were actually saying, oh, "You've got, a, you've got a steal there." Oh, okay, yeah, okay. It's more they, the negativity okay. was at the fact that Leeds they let him go. go. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, joined yeah. Cardiff. Okay. Um, what about the second part of Yestin's question, Sol? Which is, what do you think the chances are of us getting promoted? Um. Well, I'm confident that, like I said, we. I, I honestly think we're going to do it. We're definitely going to do it. Gaffa won't be happy for me to say that, but it's, <laughs> I love that it's, confidence. yeah, I think I, I honestly think we're going to do it because uh, through the season where we because I think the main reason is over Christmas when we we had that bad spell, mm. we didn't panic. Yeah, we yeah. didn't panic at all because we knew, we knew in the season four to six games, you know you're going to have a couple Absolutely. of bad spots. So Absolutely. we knew that. And the way we, we, we react from that, I think that's telling me like we're definitely going to do it. I think some people did panic, didn't they? Blake, you, you, you were saying how, you know, the same as Salt, don't panic, don't panic, everyone has these spells. You don't go through a season without having a little bad run. Yeah. And actually, to get to this point of the season, only having had that small four-game bad run is quite remarkable. Yeah. And this day and age, I'm telling you now, I've won promotion at Cardiff, Bolton, uh, Blackburn, Wolves, getting out of the championship is really difficult. But at some point through the season, two things happen. One, you have to say to yourself, yeah, we will, we can. Because you have to take the tag of favourite on rather than always want to be the underdog. Yeah. You have to take it and say, yeah. And the other thing that happens is teams, I always say teams, when Cardiff turn up now, yeah. <sighs> Oh, Do you feel that? Big Bamba, well, Big Zahor, yeah. Big... Yeah. yeah, they start... They're not beaten, but they're... Okay, 
on a scale of one to ten, they're at level three or four. They're wary. Absolutely. No, no, no. They, they, you, you've got a quarter of them out taken out already. They're more than wary. They're, they're not half beaten, but they're on their way to be happy. Yeah. If you score in the first 10, 15 minutes, I guarantee yeah, you, game's done. They are lucky because after each game, obviously I've been in the game a bit long now, and I know one or two players from either or the other teams, and they always said at the end of the game, like, oh my God, physically you're unbelievable. And you organise, you know exactly what you're doing. And um, the last game against Brentford, I spoke to the left back, he's French, and we, we talked in French, and he said to me, see, we're playing pretty football, but we're going nowhere. And you, you're sitting at the back, defending, and you play counter-attack, you score a goal, that's it. And when you score, one, two, that's it, we know we're not going to come back. Yeah, to that's yeah. pretty yeah. psychologically, you're down yeah. with. Yeah. And, uh, and he said he would have been where we are than where he is, mm-hmm. because they play pretty football, but I think they're 11 or 12. Well, this is a point Blakey has made several times, that all this talk about the pretty patterns yeah. and that. Would they prefer to be in Cardiff? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was one of those panicking a little bit, particularly after the Fulham and the Preston defeat. So I thought, you know, oh, they worried me. But I look at the, the way the teams come back. I look at the team now. I look at the defence. I look at Zahor, Mendes, as you mentioned, Hoyler. And I look at this midfield now of Grukic, Patterson, who's playing oh. 10 now, um, Gunners to come back, Gunnarsson. I just look at this, I think. That is a real power oh, unit. This is everywhere real strong, power mate. Unit. Yeah, but so is midfield. Every, like everywhere on the pitch, power, I mean. Yeah, everywhere is strength, yeah. pace, power. Yeah. Patterson has surprised I mean, us a lot. A lot yeah, of his, um, I mean, he's... Um, the way he's come in. Yeah, I think he's done brilliant, especially after the, the badly injury he had and uh, uh, the way he came in back, playing in a new position as mm. well. And I think the gaffer did a great job with him because I spoke, I spoke to Pato before he came here because yeah. I played in Scotland for four years. Yeah. yeah. And um, and he wasn't sure, and he said, "Oh, I'm not sure. You know, the championship is another level, and everything." But mm. he did so well, and the gaffer gave him so much confidence. So every game, you feel like he's going to score. Well, two mm. things about that: one, we're all linked. One is again going back to the chat we had with Neil Warnock last week. He said it was his idea to put Patterson at ten. Obviously, he said we couldn't lose because number one, we wouldn't we won't lose the defensive shift he yes. gives to the team. But he, he was having a chat with Blakey about he's just one of these players who just. Arrival, knows, arrival, knows timing, yeah, just, yeah. just oh, yeah. a yeah. lack of being in yeah. the box. Does it? Does he training as well? Or not? He does, yeah, he does. And I think exactly like you said, Paul, his timing for him to get it in the box at the right time mm. to finish is is is, is yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable. That's I'm surprised he was right back. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm a defender. And first and foremost, you defend. He can't defend. <laughs> no, he won't be happy me saying that. No, that's what the manager oh. says as well. So he's told him. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm glad he. Whereas, whereas Baldier, oh, listen, he just he, he strikes me as someone who you come off worst in training with as well. You know, a dead knee and a dead, dead calf or something like that. He don't mean to do it. He's just one of those people who just. Everything just hurts you when he hits you with it. You know what I mean? He's like, but he's a defender's defender. He's he's the one you want. Well, talking of uh, talking of hard men and, and tough opponents and stuff like that. Nathan Evans on Twitter so asks, "Who's the toughest opponent uh, you have faced?" He adds, "Other than Junior Hoyler in training." <laughs> yeah, because he's tricky. Junior. <laughs> Every time I come near him, the gaffer says, "Steady, steady." I said, "No, because if I if I steady, he's gonna he's gonna do me." Yeah. <laughs> 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 you see him hopping around, oh, jumping around. Be careful of his ankles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Weekends get yeah. yeah. but um, tough in, in a championship. You mean though? Yeah, let's say championship. Yeah, 
Um, maybe that maybe this season to narrow it down. You wouldn't give any. I'm going to say you wouldn't give anyone that credit until it's over. <laughs> How about someone we've already played? Yeah. Already out the well, even then, you know what I mean. It's horrible I'll you, giving I'll someone you what credit. I like so. I'm a big fan of Tom Kearney from Fulham as a, yeah. as a passer. Yeah, I think he's, he's right up there. Yeah, his his, his movement as well mm. on the off the ball is very good. Let, let me ask Blakey a question here about Sol because um, can you imagine? What what would it be like for Sol to be playing against Kenneth Zahora in a game? I'd be a battle royal. So I remember play, playing against um, Sol Campbell. Yeah, I was at Bolton, and uh, we were going for promotion, and we we'd beaten Chelsea in the cup, and then Tottenham came, and there was this euphoria about Sol Bamba. Uh, Saul Campbell. Campbell at the yeah. time. So, there will know. be you thought about Saul Campbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've already done that. Uh, about how great he was and this and that and this. And I was just thinking, right, okay, 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 game on. Because I know physically he's going to be as strong as me. Yeah. yeah. He's taller than me. Yeah. He's very long limbed so he can get his arms around you and everything. So you just have to, it, it just becomes then about changing your strategy. Don't do the sick. Don't do what Saul wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Saul wants you to back in. He wants to fight you. He wants to wrestle you. He wants to. So just stand two yards off him all the time, you know. And you know you're quicker than him. So if the ball goes over the top, he's going to be thinking, where, "Where is he? Where is he?" We beat Tottenham six one that night. Did you score two goals? Battered them, yeah. run him ragged. Teddy sharing them, a lot of them, absolutely run him ragged. So. Is that, yeah, is that if physical, you ask me, you, you, you know, it, it, it well. is about. It would be about Kenneth having to change his game yeah, to play against Saul. You were because, because, because I think what we want, what I want as a defender, um, is, is because I'm physical. Is the physical side of it. If I go in there, I know I'm going to win the battle. Mm. There's no way I let you win that battle. Mm. But if someone's going deep two yards, or he's making a, a low run behind, or his movement is good. That's what. That's where you get in trouble because it make you think, mm. and you don't know what to do. Sometimes, sometimes to go off or not or drop. So those kind of strikers are a bit difficult when you have to think. That's that's where I find it a bit difficult. But as soon as the physical side of it, I love it because mm. I know I'm not going to get beat. Yeah, yeah. In terms of the the uh, the physic physicality, obviously we talk about Cardiff. Uh, Oliver Cassidy. Maybe you have to give a certain answer to this question. But he asks, who is the best centre back you've ever played with? I think as a partnership, it have to be Moza, yep. and because we understand each other, we really do. I know where he's going to be. If he mess it, I'm going to be here. If I mess it, I know he's going to be here. Uh, as a partnership, it have to be him. In terms and of the understanding that you yeah, have and the absolutely. communication as well. Yeah, definitely. But as a player, um, I start when I was young. When I was 17, I played with Pochettino. Tottenham manager, right? Wow. He was very, very good. Yeah, PSG. Yeah. He was very, he was clever, physical, and he had that Spanish pinch smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know when to go down, yeah. know when to pull the shirt. He yeah. was so smart. Yeah, we're going to see you on the uh, on the Spurs backroom staff yeah. in a few years. Time. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible that he's gone on to see what he's done so though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. when I see him on TV, you now I can't believe. It. I said, oh my god, I played with this guy and. Uh, 
now he's a manager and he's and a great he's manager. A, oh, Speak, yeah. Speaking of going, but reflecting, um, sort of rewinding a bit, Matthew Jones on Twitter asks, "Who was your favourite player, stroke players, growing up when you were growing up?" Um, <coughs> <laughs> 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 I only found out you when, 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 when yeah. I came in England. So you have to be George Way as a striker. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. And yeah. um, I used to go, because I was born in Paris, I used to go and play, uh, show, see Paris Saint-Germain playing. Yeah. And I used to love him. Yeah. Oh, he, he was, was World Player of the Year. He was World Player of the Year, 95, yeah. 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 Unbelievable. I show my... I show Psychopedic knowledge you've got a football. Oh, yeah. Paul, I know absolutely everything about football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I showed... I showed um, I showed my son, my youngest Jude, I showed him the clip of George Weir's oh, goal for AC Milan yeah. a couple of weeks ago because oh, yeah. my son was like, oh, uh, I think his, his son is now playing. He's playing here for Paris yeah. Saint-Germain, yeah. And, yeah. and my son said to me, because oh, he's, he's really knowledgeable about football, yeah. he knows everything about I ask him, who does he play for? And he tells me different players. So he was on about George Weir's son. Yeah. And I said, ah, oh, shit, see his dad, you, what a player. Oh, he's like, a... who's his dad? Who's his dad? <laughs> oh, said, oh, YouTube, yeah. look at this. Oh. And my son was like, oh my God, yeah, what was, a goal. What a player. Even I remember George Weir. What a player. So is Paris Saint-Germain your, your team then? So. Yeah, because what happened is, um, I used to play in the street and I was doing okay. So uh, someone asked me to go and play in a club just next to my house. And from there, we used to have um, some um, scouts used to come and watch you play. And uh, at Paris, who came to see me and said, no, they want me to sign for them. But my mum said no, because my mum said, oh, you, you need to be a doctor. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> blood. <laughs> I, I can't be a doctor. And um, so they would keep calling him, calling him, calling him. And uh, my dad sat me down and he said, well, if they carry on calling you, that means maybe you, you, you got something. So I'm going to let you do it. But if you do it, you have to be, you have to give you 100% to make sure you, you, you try to be professional. Because when you put your head on something, you have to give everything you got. And I start from here and I've done the academy and, uh, and I move on from there. And I, and I played, I think I just played three, three, four games for the first team. And from there, I moved to Scotland. How did that, just out of interest, how did that move to, to Scotland come about? Um, I, I, at, um, my last year on my contract uh, at Paris, I wasn't playing much, so I wanted to play first team football. Mm. <clears throat> so I asked them... Was it Dunfermline you went? Yeah, yeah. I went there first. Mm-hmm. I went to... I asked them to go on loan. They said, no, they doesn't want me to go on loan. So I let my contract down, and uh, they used to come and see me play, or watch me, watch me play when I was at Paris playing for the reserve. So they said to me, like, oh, we're going to offer you first in football, and obviously it's a different country, you're going to learn a different language. So I said, yeah, why not? I just, I just want to play football. So I went there, and I played the year there, and from there I went to Ibn, and, yeah, mm-hmm. and from here I went to Leicester. Mm-hmm. It's clear where you learned that British football mentality, yeah. the physicality and all, yeah, and all that. Yeah, straight away I, 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 I felt like that, that, was, that was my football. Straight away in Scotland, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's all about physical battle yeah. and everything. And it's cold as the pole in the winter. In there, yeah. oh. <laughs> Perfect preparation for coming to Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> One more, Paul, before yeah, we uh, wrap yeah, up this section. Yeah, um, Tom Arnold's is Neil Warnock. You have to be careful to answer this, I suppose. <laughs> but uh, is Neil Warnock the best manager you've worked under? Uh, I've been asked that a few times. Have I, you? I have yeah. To, yeah, I have yeah. to say he's the best uh, man management I work with because he know absolutely everything. Sometimes I turn up in training and he just said to me, "You stay in today," and I'm like, "Why?" I said, "No, no, just stay in," because. 
he can see he had a bad night or yeah, yeah. He, he got it I don't know how he Incredible. just got that and uh, obviously you know exactly what he's talking about the football and the tactics he put on but I think the number one I have to be uh, Sven Goran Eriksson I had him in the national team and he signed me for Leicester yeah. his knowledge of football is, is, is unbelievable mm. and uh, tactically as well he was so good yeah. so Sven the tactician and Warnock the man manager I think so if you, if you combine those two you got, you, I think you got better than Guardiola <laughs> definitely excellent stuff <laughs> right. I think we should apologise we just can't get through yeah the there were so many because, we uh, thank you all for your questions yeah. we're going to have another short break now and we're going to do what we usually do get Sol involved in our predictions you're listening to Blakey's Boot Room from Wales Online. So we sold two big games over the Easter weekend. No rest for Cardiff players. First Burton Albion on Good Friday and then you go to Sheffield United uh, on Easter Monday. We usually in the boot room do our predictions at this stage and look ahead to the game. Uh, Blakey's already, already predicting two wins, I feel. But um, what do you feel ahead of two games in such first of all in such a short time and yeah, a turnaround between them? Yeah, I think we well, well that's the championship and we 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 used to that. And to be fair, I think Blakey said it all the time. We prefer playing games than training. Yeah, absolutely. So it doesn't it doesn't really bother us. And we got a big squad, and I think the gaffer's going to rotate a bit. So we know what he done uh, when it come to 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 fitness, but. Uh, too tough game, is it? It's not easy, easy Champions League game anyway. So, uh, I, I think, I think I take two wins. Yeah, I think we, we beat Burton one 0 I take a clean sheet all the time. Mm-hmm. And two clean uh, sheets is what you're yeah, more than oh, yeah, isn't it? I'm, yeah, yeah, I love the clean sheet. Yeah, I take, I take, um, I take a one 0 I take a two 0 against Burton, and I take one 0 against uh, Sheffield. There you go, Bamba set the uh, agenda for Blake and uh, and company. Oh, you want me to predict now? Well, usually you do. You've got some, uh, you've got some, some very uh, three, three nil bold prediction. A three one two one. No, Blakey, you have to give me my clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> three nil two nil. There you go. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll give him the clean sheet. I'll say two nil and nil nil because I think oh, I think yeah. one of them could be a draw, but it'll still. Sheffield United never draw. Remember that early on in the season. Remember they were saying that sure. we never draw. We win. We win. And then they were saying, top of the league, they're going promoted and all that in November. Okay. You obviously don't know how long this season is. I think Burton's a classic one of once you get the first goal, you win it comfortably. But it's getting that first goal that's key. But I'm agreeing with Blakey on a 3 0 for that one, which shows how far Cardiff have come that I confidently predict a 3 0 because no championship game is easy. I'm sure that that sounds. Bramall Lane, I'm a bit more worried about, but. Seeing Soul here, seeing the confidence that exu- I can see what it exudes in the dressing room, what goes on behind the scenes. I haven't been with Neil Warnock for an hour last week, mm. listening to the way he speaks, listening to Soul here today. You can just see the mindset. That, in it. Yeah, it's more than the ability and the power and the pace in that team. It's all the, the dressing room mentality. I can see there's a special team spirit as well. Yeah. So um, I'm going to say. Cardiff will avoid defeat at Bramall Lane. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that was longer than Bill Clinton's speech and you still didn't give an answer. Wow. Inauguration, I thought. What's going on here? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I was going to say, so we'll let Will Neil have you extra get going hey, for there, What about your prediction? I've said 2-0 no, and 0-0. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I gave Sol his clean sheets. Yeah. 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 I was saying, is Neil going to get you extra riled up for that Sheffield United game because that's his... That's his sort of home. I thought you talk about you playing on the streets of Paris. That's his version of that, isn't yeah. it? And 
Will he have an extra sort of word before yeah, the game? Yeah, he always does. I think when we when we play QPR, and uh, I can't say the oh. word he's saying, but he's, he's, he is, and that's normal. And we all got that when we go. I, I went to play against Leeds, and I wanted to beat Leeds, mm. and he said that to me as well. That's mm. another example. He's started good in man management when last season when we went back to Leeds and we won. Was it three now? Three now. Yeah. Mm. We were on the bus, and before we got out, he, he pulled me and he said, uh, "Don't change anything. You've been doing good. Don't change anything because you come back Don't here. Try Don't try harder. Don't try harder. Just do exactly what you were doing." And um, at the end of the game, I went to see him and I said, "Like, why did you tell me this? Like, because you know?" And uh, he said, "Because I've been there before, mm. and I know exactly. You come back here. You want to. You, you want to try too hard and show why." Why did he, did he lose you? <laughs> Overly you know, aggressive. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no need for that. Yeah. And I go back home and I'm like, he's, he's spot on. And oh. I, I just don't know how he does it. <laughs> it's really like, yeah, I, I can't speak higher about him. I just think it's... It's, it's, it's years of experience. It's, it's the imagine amount of people he's worked with in, what, 30-odd years of football. He's seen every type of character. He's seen you and I probably 30 times over. Mm. You know, so it's then getting inside the player's head. Saul's here now, and he's 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 like thinking, like, "This geezer watching me sometimes. You know, how does he do it?" But that's what you do. You get to know your players. There's, 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 these managers, these managers, these they are coaches who want to create distance between them and the team they're leading. Mm. That doesn't make no sense to me. I'm leading your. I'm leading the team. This team and I need to connect. We need to know. I need to know. So I always say, "So right, what's going on? Are well, your daughter's ill? I tell you what, get yourself off. Go home. Yeah. Spend two days. It'd be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll see you Thursday or Friday. Do you know what I mean? But it's understanding that what makes your players tick. I think too many people, too many coaches, tend to look at football as this profession where it's just about football. Yeah. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they Cardiff. Okay, tactically, they have to work on tactics. Yes, but you could take that away and just have Neil Warnock talking to their man managing, getting inside Saul's head as he has done. I still guarantee you they'd be top six, even without going out on the park and saying, "Right, you need to do this, you need to do that." Yeah, just simply by saying, "Right, I understand you, I know you." Do you know what that does for me as a player? Mm-hmm. I will do nigh on anything for this manager. Exactly. When we say we'll run through brick walls, we mean we'll run through a brick wall. If I have to, I'll I'll go through it. There must be times as well, Sol, when he loses it. He's ragging the dressing room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah, but you need that ball, I think, sometimes, because, yeah. as you know, sometimes players take, the players take liberties and everything, so you need you need to make sure everything is right. And... Uh, it doesn't do it too often, but when it does it, it's spot on, and we know it. We mm. know it anyway. When when the game's finished or when we have the bad training session, we come back in, we like, oh, he's gonna give it to us today. We know, mm-hmm. yeah. we know straight yeah. away, and I think it's needed. Sometimes it's mm. needed, but Black is why I think sometimes the fan doesn't understand. Um, we're football player, and and we know we got the job to do, but it's so many things behind the scenes. You're human being, exactly. Well. Mm-hmm. We got family sometimes, like yeah. you said, the, mm-hmm. my daughter can be sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's not an excuse because I, I hate mm-hmm. excuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the manager always said the excuses is for weak people, and I agree. <laughs> but 
it's sometimes I think people have to look at the bigger picture. Mm. We, like you said, we're all human beings and there's, mm, yeah. there's a lot of things behind the scene. But obviously when we when we when we stop on the pitch we, we have to forget all that, but it's not always easy. Mm. And um, and I think that sometimes is the And it's the, understanding not everyone's mentally strong. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Not everyone says or, you know, like so I can say, oh well, there's a problem there, but I can put that to one side today because my sanctuary. That's why I used to say my sanctuary is on the big green if, field. Even if someone says they can put it to one side, then it may fester in the back of their minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, concentration, we all know, is key in football. Yeah. One question I do want to ask, uh, Sol, is yeah. when you played central midfield in that little spell, how was how was that as a point of difference for you? And did you know? I think people really enjoyed seeing you in there. You had a couple of really good games, but. Did you enjoy it more or less? Or? Um, to be fair, that's my natural position. That's what people don't know. Really? Yeah, that's why I've, I've, I find it okay to play, but I prefer playing at the back. Mm. But I used to play there. Well, actually, when I signed for Paris Saint-Germain, that was oh. my position. What happened is the centre-mid was, I think he missed the bus or something, and uh, I needed to play. The centre-half, sorry, missed the bus, so I needed to play at the back. Right. And I had a good game since that day. I've been the centre half, but that was my position. Right. And I played um, when I played for Hibs. I was I played a whole season in centre mid, and for Leicester as well. With Ven, I played there. So the gaffer knew it. So that's why you know he can play me there. But I don't. I prefer playing at the back. Yeah. That game against Leeds uh, at home, though, we I think we all marvelled at Beckenbauer <laughs> marking there. Uh, was it Samuel Sice out of the game, no, making yeah. sure he was? Yeah. Uh, I think the only good things is you get more of the ball and. Um, I've been brought up playing football, so that's why some, especially before I met the gaffer, I was trying to pass the ball from the back, and sometimes I get caught. And uh, but that's the way I brought, I've been brought up with football, playing from the back. So when I'm in midfield, I got more of the balls and I can play. And the gaffer always said to me when I play there, he said, "Oh, you can go enjoy yourself now mm. because you can play in here." Yeah, yeah. But I prefer playing at the back. Yeah, I think Cardiff fans probably do too. I think we should wrap that up. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think stuff. it's been a real pleasure to have you on. Pleasure to be here, Paul. Thank so, you. And, and we, I hope we can do it again Definitely. as a Premier League footballer Hopefully, next season. Yeah. No, be don't hope. That's going to happen. When? Yeah, when, exactly. Next season. <laughs> Come on, Pabs. Yeah. Get with the programme, man. We love man. the confidence. We love the confidence. Right, just time before we wrap up to say you can get all your Cardiff City news on Wales Online and you can subscribe to this podcast on Can I just I say one to. more thing? Go on. Who will be next? Well, this is it. Any, now, we, we know, we know so, the players. So let us into the secret that the players listen. So I would love so to you, so a big I call. To, uh, to nominate. That's what we could do. We've nominate the, the next. Keeper, we have to. We, how, got how, to how, how is anybody gonna? How is anybody going to match Sol? This has been truly brilliant. No, today, so. I can do yeah. 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 Top man, Sol. Thank you, Sol. Brilliant, right? Thanks all for listening, and we'll be back for one of these boot room specials, hopefully in the future, very soon. Cheers. <laughs>